Tangent Lounge. I'm Gary. I'm Dory, just Dory. And uh, this week we're starting off with a couple of rum and cokes as per my rum and coke Tuesday that we've had uh, some discussion of. But I wanted to bring you all into the ritual. This is uh, almost as white trash as you can get with the exception of drinking them from vintage lead crystal glasses that were made in east or west germany when there was an east or west germany and we found them wow. recently in a uh what do you call it, an antique shop in Corvallis mm-hmm. for uh like four bucks nice they still had the labels on them see you had me at lead yeah exactly well that's the thing yeah. i think the people that got rid of them and got rid of them so cheaply were afraid of lead yeah well net lead never hurt anybody Mm-mm. just Mm-mm. like electricity Mm-mm. so should we salute. do it? Yeah, salute. Look in the eye. Doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Hey. Clinky, clinky. Clinky, clinky. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to it. That's smooth. <laughs> Glad I'm not driving home. No, exactly. You may not be either, uh, for that matter. You can stay on the floor. Not that I can remember. So yeah. <laughs> we are recording this week from Dory's abode. Indeed. And It's uh, tiny. Give us a give us a quick rundown of of your pad. 300 square foot tiny house. Um, and what's really cool about it, though, is that most of it was actually built with um, Habitat for Humanity resale items. Nice. Well, so, uh, yeah, we're very much a reuse, recycle, redo, do, 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 da, 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 whatever kind okay. of existence here. Um, it's, it's very tiny. It has like a little tiny area for the bedroom, a little tiny little counter for the kitchen, little tiny kitchen, little bathroom. Little tiny washer dryer, stacky bit. It is adorable. Yeah, everything. In fact, a lot of stuff I had to actually small down. I got rid of my coffee maker because it was normal sized mm-hmm. and got like a tiny one. I keep. So now you just drink little espresso. And it's it's fun though. It's nice. It's it's peaceful. I have no uh, like neighbor like apartment neighbor situation. Yeah, it's a freestanding house. Freestanding house, lovely backyard that is joining my uh, super awesome landlords. Um, so you pretty much live in your landlord's backyard. Yeah, well, yeah. Effectively. Yeah, because yeah. I have a half. Yeah. There's a half on my address. And, you know, we share things a lot. It's it's a very rare situation that you find that you want to, you know, be symbiotic with your landlords. That's for sure. Usually you want to kill them. Yes. And not in this instance. And it's it's very pleasant. It's pleasant. How it's did you find pleasant. this place? Craigslist. The same place That'll where you can you read rants and raves. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Craigslist. That's why I was like, oh, Craigslist. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I went, came over here and fell in love with it. And before, prior to this, you had an upstairs, pretty pretty large apartment. Yeah, 1,200 square foot uh, condo. Vaulted ceiling. And yeah, the whole vaulted thing. ceilings, two bedroom, two bath, too expensive. Mm, yeah. There it is. And on an educator's salary, you just can't, you can't rock the big payment unless you're married. And I'm not really going to marry someone just so I can have a condo. Oh, come on. Well, yeah, I'll get me Anyway, I like this better because it's more, it's more homey. It's more home. Yeah. It was very antiseptic. The With fewer homies. Yeah, well, now up the street, uh, we got to talk about this now because Gary said earlier. As I pull up, and yeah, 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 we got the white trash rum and coke situation going on. No, speaking of, yeah, yeah, we got nothing trash. on them. No, okay. I live in an area that's very patchy. Okay, it's like there's like some really nice people take care of their you know their houses and they're working on them constantly and you know fix it you know just doing like you do when you own a home. Mm-hmm. Anyway, point is, it's a very, very, very low income uh, apartment dwelling now. I don't make in bucks either. I, I, I don't make the bucks, right? You know what I've never really understood is 
I've spent a lot of my life dirt fucking poor. When I was I first moved out on my own, uh, I'm gonna have some pizza. 19, oh, going, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we like a full mouth. Um, ah! When I was living on my own at 19, I bought I got an apartment above a thrift store in Madras, Oregon, where I grew up. <laughs> Living by myself, which was cool to not have to have a roommate, mm-hmm. but I was, uh, it was one bedroom, probably 400 square foot or so, and there was a, at one point, uh, this guy that walked around, staggered around town mostly, uh, sniffing paint. It was uh, unfortunate for him, because I mean, the dude was... Was that Ray the paint sniffer? Uh, probably Paco, or maybe, I think he was Native American, actually, because we were near a, a Indian reservation. Racist. No, 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 no. <laughs> Stating the fact. But boy, did he, he I mean, he was covered in paint just like Whoa. paint goatee but all down his front dude oh, was dude. sadly fucked up and he was living under my stairs for a while come on so that tells you how nice the place was but you know i i kept the place clean right i always had hopes of getting a young lady over so mm-hmm. you want to keep the place clean keep it nice i don't see why being poor means you have to be a fucking slob Correct. Because well, yeah. there's nothing to or do with your time. Or just yelling at the top of your lungs oh, about yeah. something completely inconsequential to Which the was universe. happening when I pulled up over here. Right, unless yeah. you're doing a performance art piece. Which they may have been, because it did seem, seem a little bohemian. Yeah, it may have been. And, and and I don't want everybody, like all three of our listeners, to, to get me wrong. I mean, I, I'm an academic advisor, which is basically like counselor light. I'm working on my guidance counseling degree. I have a great deal of sympathy and empathy. But, you know, when you have a guest coming over, the last thing you want to hear is, you know, people screaming at the top of their lungs about something that we don't know. Unless I'm the guest, in which case, well, I love it. Well, he, yeah, thrives on little, that kind of shit. Just... But, you know, it's just a little annoying. It's And I, I get the point of, like, my mom, this, there's nothing funny about this, is there? There's no it, comedy it, happening here. It, it'll come. Um, it'll come. Okay. You can't force it. I can't force a comedy. Um, but my mom we'll was like... <laughs> Drop an O-ring. My mom, <laughs> mom's 91. Okay. Um, Screaming and yelling at the top of her lungs. Grew up. It, actually, she lived part of her life on a Navajo Indian reservation in the Grand Canyon region. Oh. She likes the arid land. The arid region. land. And the thing is, though, they were like, it's poor. They d- literally dirt floor shack. Sure. Now, she and her two brothers, the other two brothers hadn't come along at that point yet. But those, those clothes were clean. Yep. Grandma made sure the clothes were clean. They had a pencil for school. Exactly. They had a lunch. It may have been a cold fried egg sandwich, but they had a lunch. Yep. And, you know, they didn't go home. Their hair was brushed. That combed. stuff costs nothing. No. And it, and that's what my mom always told me. She said, you don't have to. Just because you're poor doesn't mean you have to neglect yourself. No. Exactly. And, and as far know, as having a, a filthy place, what costs less than staying home and cleaning? Right. A, bo- a can of uh, uh, Ajax is like still to this day 89 cents. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parsons Ammonia. Less than a buck. I'm sure they have a lot of uh, ammonia. The the Parsons? No, not the Parsons. That apartment complex. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, they're using a lot it for of other purposes. Yeah. Uh, Cough syrup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple. God, of I'm being pills. such a dick. Why am I being such a dick today? Well, it's oh, not just today. It's not just today. Oh, that's ass. Yeah. So. Well, see, and, and they, I don't know what it is. I guess I just because I grew up and we weren't rocking the money right. when I was growing up at all. Um, but you know, it was it was a neighborhood that everybody knew each other. And, uh, you know, you, you could ride your bike around <clears throat> sans helmet. People used to do that. Kids would go out and actually ride their bikes. Yeah, till like dusk. Yeah. You know, and, and then you just go out and fart around. And like I said, everybody knew each other. It was supportive. And there wasn't a lot of uh, weird crap, you know, like uh, domestic violent eruptions. And I guess I was su- superbly lucky yeah. growing up. So when I come into an, a, a situation where I'm near that kind of yelling, actually, no. 
it's a little PTSD. I take that back. My next door neighbor uh, emotionally abused his wife, and I could hear it through the window mm. when I was about eight years old, and that stuck with me. That's the only time though that anything was weird that apartment happened. living for you. No, 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 no. I was I was eight. It was a house. Oh, wow. it was a house next door. Yeah, like both the houses have been in both families forever, and he decided to you know whatever he was doing, it was not pleasant. I don't so know if there's I hear less that stuff. of it, that going it, on, maybe, or I don't, or they hide, they had to hide it better back then. I think maybe, possibly. It, you know, it's funny how in our society we are so generally polite and quiet that are we? Well, generally, that's why this sort of thing sticks out. Do you think? Well, that well, that's true. Yeah. Like, I, I, somebody raises their voice, it sticks with you. Well, that's it just true. Yeah. I, and that's all it takes. Somebody uh-huh. raises their voice, and and all of a sudden we're looking and wondering what's going on because we're so. We're so generally very polite and very uh, cash about everything. We might be, <laughs> but you know, I'm just going off on a rant for no reason. I'm sure I'll get some, I'll get card and letter. There's <laughs> card or letter. Card don't, or don't letter. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to fucking. Yeah, I want to. God damn my ego. Card and letter. Yeah, what am I thinking? Exactly. Get like one Facebook quote from some guy. Yeah. Confederate yeah. flag on yep. his picture. Don't want to take you down. You know what I'm saying. Okay, now hold on. There's a thing. Tangent. To, there's a thing. Okay, back in the day, clearly before you were born, okay, clearly. there was a, well, you've probably been little. You're probably little. I don't know. There was a bumper sticker that was most popular, I'm going to say late 60s, early 70s-ish. Ass, gas, gas or, grass, or grass, no, no one, one rides for, for free. free. Well done, Jinx. You owe me a rum coke. <laughs> now, I paid ahead. Nice. Now, I can accept that if somebody, like our friend Chad, loves cars as well. He buys all kinds of cars, all kinds of years. And they're bound to have bumper stickers from those generations, right? Yeah. So I could see if someone's driving a car around that has that on it because Faded, it's... Right. Old, cracked, right. yeah. Right. Or, okay, there it is. So now I'm behind this SUV. Now, <laughs> it's not a bumper sticker, mind you. It is emblazoned on the back of his window <laughs> in the white vinyl cut Oh, stickers. he had the special order. Yeah. <laughs> Big, bold letters, Ask Gas or Grass, No One Writes for Free, that covers almost the whole back window. Okay. Okay? Next to his Confederate sticker, which cracks me up. And then, so I look, I'm looking in the window going, okay, now what? Who is this guy? So I pulled up next to him, and I'm thinking, he's not I want to ride from this guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not young enough to be doing it ironically. Yeah, yeah. He and he it. may not even be old enough to be able to... Remember fully been able to take advantage of that. Yeah. So who is this man? You know, and I, I almost followed him home. Is that weird? That's weird. Uh, it could have been. A little bit weird. Turned out weird. But, uh, yeah, because I'm just like, who does that? Who invests the money to go into the vinyl cutting sticker place and go? You know what I want? And the guy that's doing it was a, a capital idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure he used the word capital. No, well, most likely. But I, I was just stunned by that. Now, so it really had, is no punchline. It, had there just, been a professional, he would have suggested you put it on the top of the windshield as a banner because as you pull up to your hitchhiker, they need to know ahead of time what nice. the arrangement is, I would think. Nice. You know, you drive off, you look and you see it in reverse through the back window. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, once you finally, oh, ah, fuck. So know. that's a contractual agreement. Yeah. Oh, really. oh yeah. You've, you've entered into yeah, well, it. Yeah. And you probably before it have been entered. You. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it just boggled my mind that I'm thinking, mm, where does that come from? Well, that... that Brings me to a point that I, I was thinking of recently. Tangent. Remember things that were things when we were younger? Um, the one that came to mind for me was double jointed. 
Does oh, anybody yeah, talk about anybody being double jointed anymore? But like in the seventies or, or the eighties, yeah. you know, you, oh, kids would get together. Jointed. There'd be a big party at somebody's house. Everybody's smoking weed and partying and everything else, and the kids are there to do their thing. You go off and we don't. We're not. We're doing our thing. You go do yours. Right. So you would always there would be these jokes and these stories, and it was way before internet anything. And yet somehow all the way across the country, somebody knew the same joke that that got told in. You know, Maine or whatever. Ethiopian baby jokes, it, horrifying. Those, yeah, horrifying. B- babies in blenders, but yep. Uh, yep. Long, long ghost stories. You know about oh, yeah. uh, the the woman with the golden arm who was buried, and what? then her husband. See, I don't know that one. Well, I, I don't. We'll get to it. Uh, but the double jointed thing. I actually think I might be double jointed. So I've got my two thumbs up here. One side, rock solid. Right, right, right. This side, does that. You're not double jointed. So what is that? Do you? I've only got one. You're side a mutant. That, that, that yeah. You have you ever thought that mayhaps the other one's wrong? Does you, does On you? I don't know. Does it? God damn it. Is this more exciting than can <laughs> Fuck me running. I just came a little. This Weird. is so exciting. Well, we're 13 um, minutes in it, so we've, we've got to... We're, and then, like, we're not smoking weed here, and it's already... Hey, man, look at my hand. <laughs> There's a little universe on my thumbnail, man. Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, you're not double-jointed. No one is double-jointed. It's not medically possible unless you have a mutant second joint on top of your other joint. Yeah, so that doesn't happen. But what, can you remember any other things of of, of days oh. of yore that were like, I don't know, shit that we all did and everybody was like all about. At oh, the like time. Say, accepted it. Yeah, or it was just a thing. <laughs> Honesty. Yeah. <laughs> Integrity. Shall I go on with the intangibles? You, you could. <laughs> this reminds me too. Uh, oh god! Great podcast that I, I mentioned to Sandra's listeners uh, mm. some time ago. Uh, the Dead Authors podcast. Ooh. Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, I like Paul F. Tompkins. You would love this show. He's cool. It's, uh, it's a live. Noise, yeah, you got a little, little pad or something. It's a live. Uh, uh, Donna Fort of a live audience show where oh. he plays H.G. Uh, Wells, <gasps> time traveling uh, author of science fiction, right, right, who has gone back in time to bring back dead authors and have discussions with them. <sighs> And uh, some of them are absolutely magical. Some of them are like, yeah, yeah, kind of here and there. But yeah. the, the last one I listened to just a few days ago was L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, Jesus. And good Lord, the guy, guy that played him and the shit he came up with just on the cuff of like <laughs> lies that he told. He's like, yeah, I was uh, uh, by one and a half. I was a licensed veterinarian by three. I told my first lie because I had become the chief of the Blackfoot Indians at that point, and I told them but that we could have thing. milk and cookies, and, I, and we couldn't. That that's was the, the thing, thing, though. I read the book <laughs> Going Clear, right? It's, yeah. it's, it, it, I, I guess the documentary is amazing. I want to see it. Well, that's what the, it's based on, that right, book. Right. And, dude, that, that, that satire is not far off, to be honest. I, some of the shit he came up with, and people just went hook, line, and sinker right yeah, now. You know what dude saying? was out there. I know. Well, I'm Captain Colt anyway. Oh, well, I, that's I, I like to be some cults. Yeah, the, there's a lot to be said for that. Now, are we? Are, how are we doing on time? Are we boring everybody yet? It's not really their show, so who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, fuck them. I say keep going. Wow, that's a way to get an audience, huh? Yeah. Tell them to eat it. That's <laughs> that's the best way to do it. Well, see, speaking of hook, line, and sinker, if they're already in, they're in. Well, that's very true. That's very true. Exactly. They're in. You're in. We're out. Yes. That has been the Tangent Lounge. 